we need a catchphrase. I have a catchphrase for you. Okay, you got it? Yeah, this week this week I came very prepared. Okay. I, I actually thought of this two years ago. Oh, wow. Because like last week was just so <laughs> epic. Like it just overwhelmed me. It was just, I couldn't take it. Right, right. But this week, uh, it's a very, it was prepared. It was, I was going through all of my notes. Like I have a whole catchphrase folder. So mm -hmm. uh, this week, I, I chose the best one, I think. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Not your parents' podcast. Right. That's accurate. I mean, that's it though. I mean, like that's like a, it's a, that's like a terrible set for a joke. Like you know, like saying like you know, my friend is so old and just ended there. That's right. No, that's that's the entire. Uh, that's so. No. Say our name. Say our name. Dumb, dumb comic creators. Not your parents' podcast. No. No, I don't. It doesn't yeah. describe what we are at all. It's just it's just like not your parents' podcast. You know, I, I never said podcast. it out loud. I, I We're a family friendly podcast. We don't like swear that much. We've had my nephew on. We're not edgy. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the place for edgy, uh, dark blue humor. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't mind. Oh, wow. This is the first time you've ever just given up on one. So I, no, I I never said it out loud. I should have said it out loud to myself. Okay. All right. I guess that's I was just done. like, not your parents podcast. Wow. That's such a great pod podcast catch line. I, I'm pretty catch sure it's been used before, though, too. I'm going to Google that really quickly. Yeah, you're going to Google it. That's yeah, kind of rude. not. It's rude to Google things in the middle of a conversation. Parents right? It's very rude. You are being rude right now. There's yes, something that says not. There's one that says not your mom's podcast. But let's see about not your parents' podcast. Not your parents' workplace show with Nathan Tanner. So, <laughs> and then there is a not your parents' podcast. There is a not your parents' podcast podcast. Yeah. It's yeah. about a husband and wife bringing your episodes about life, kids, and marriage and travel together. So, is that edgy humor? Do you think? I don't know. I've Does it say that it's mature, ex explicit rated? I'll click on it right now. That'd be weird if they were if they were explicit rated. What a weird idea for a show. Not your parents' <laughs> podcast, and like you discover that your parents made this like explicit, <laughs> like horrible podcast for well, your I entire mean, life. My biggest fear is my parents ever talking about sex ever, <laughs> just because you know. I mean, for the majority of us, probably like you know ninety nine point nine nine percent of the world, your parents had sex before you did. Yeah. But there is that one percent test tube. There's like that one test tube baby, and the parents are like, "No, nah, I'm good." I mean, there's uh, a few of them. Yeah, there's, there's a, few a few of them. Yeah, there's a few. But other than that, you know, not really a thing. So, no, not a thing. <laughs> so they did three episodes and quit. So they ruined it for us. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So we could use it. They're not gonna. They're <laughs> they not gonna three, come after us. They did three episodes in August of 2020. And then they haven't posted since. Oh yeah, that was one of those quarantine podcasts. Then, yep, just uh, that never got picked up again. Okay, I think we're getting off subject though. We're, we forgot who who we are because we're more than not your parents' podcast. Who are we? Or who am uh, I? <laughs> uh, who, who am I? I don't... Who am I? Who are Who's we? anybody? Who are? There's a great who... philosophical question, but in a more literal sense, who am I? I'm Eric Schwartz. I'm Keegan Shiner. And together we are podcasting. I don't like that joke. I know, but I, I don't like your jokes either. So there my jokes are brilliant and well thought out. No, uh, I don't. Cutting think so. edge humor. We're dumb comic creators. <laughs> and uh, today we're joined by Alice. Oh. I'm just Alice. 
Alice the yeah. Pigeon Lady. She's a, yeah, Alice the Pigeon Lady or just Alice? Cool. I was okay. born as Alice, became Alice the Pigeon Lady through life. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Uh, at what point did you become a pigeon lady? Right, so that actually, it was an actual pigeon that I found, a baby pigeon uh, that I took care for a while, took care of for a while. And uh, it really uh, was very important to me. What can I say? I, I, I started a very like deep connection with pigeons after that because I started to notice them under a different light because they're actually very, very cute and very sociable and very loving. So I guess I just, I started from that uh, love of pigeons. Uh, I wanted to, to show them in a, in a quirky, uh, cute light that, they, that I see them in, I guess. So that's the story. Interesting. Did the pigeon leave home? Is it, are you an empty nester, literally in the sense that? Unfortunately, yeah. Like they say that pigeon babies don't exist. I can I can confirm that they do exist, and they do leave sometimes for college, and it really hurts my feelings. I'm sorry. But, yeah, it's okay. Like uh, I, we actually, he was like way too sweet to be released into the wild streets of Lisbon. Mm -hmm. So we just um, we put him in like this oasis in um in a flower shop where it was a closed environment, but relatively big, where there was like a tiny river and plants and other birds where mm -hmm. he could be fed and taken care of. So he's all right. <laughs> I'm sure whenever you visit, he's like, oh, mom's back, yay. Right, unfortunately <laughs> I don't come back because I actually moved country, but uh, <laughs> if I were to come back, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Right. And, and since then you've been Alice the Pigeon Lady. Yes. Yeah, it's stuck. It's the kind of thing that just sticks to you. Can't oh my gosh. It yeah. So yeah, this was, so yeah, your graphic novel is biographical in more than one way because, you know, it's pigeons, but it's also, I seem, I would, am I mistaken saying that like a lot of this was taken from your own personal life? Like a lot of the concepts I, and everything? Yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So when did you start drawing, um, like, when did you start drawing your, in general? <laughs> in general, like, pretty much always, like, okay. I always like to draw. Uh, so there isn't really much uh, of a beginning. It's more of I always did it. Um, okay. I started to draw in that style a yeah. couple, three years ago, like, a bit before, a year before the pandemic started. It's kind of like, crumb, like, it, I don't remember anymore. Like the last three years kind of like have condensed in this weird uh, round. You mean the, the last 80 years? <laughs> like, let's say anywhere between that. There was 2019, that's one year. And then 2020 was about 79 years. And then, <laughs> and right. then this year, yeah. But yeah, it was like in a pretty bleak moment where like, I, you know, when you're just like, you're so like, and that was before the pandemic where like I had just moved here, well, just moved, not really, but I had moved to the city uh, not long before to start a course in illustration mm -hmm. and I had just broken up uh, with a boyfriend. And I was in this moment where like everything, like I didn't have any roots anywhere and like I didn't know what I wanted to do and everything felt like so, um, I don't know, unreal. 
And I just like these little stupid little drawings that I was making, like they kind of made me laugh. I don't know if it made anyone laugh. It's kind of like they're yeah. kind of quirky, but they're not really humorous, if you know what I mean? Like, especially the story is not humorous at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, like uh, I just started to draw them and uh, that was the story of that. And it just kind of like developed into this little story that then became, became the little comics. Uh, uh, that I've been making recently. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So, um, did you intend to make it a graphic novel or, or did you kind of just start as drawings or how did this evolve? Is it called 2020 your graphic novel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it just started as like, uh, I started to draw these two characters together, uh, and they look pretty cute. Like, and so I just like thought, what, what could I do with that? And like, what can I express uh, from like this relationship that is trying to develop between these two little like birds, I guess, that yeah. I was trying. And uh, yeah, from that, it was pretty organic. Like I just started to draw them in different poses and it just started to become a thing. So I just kind of continued and I started to post like pretty much uh, very constantly, like what was happening to these two characters. And I, it, oh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I, I was gonna say um, it goes back to like uh, it, I don't know if it translates. To be honest, this is the first graphic novel that I complete, so it was quite a challenge to um, articulate like the line of the story. Sort of, it was very spontaneous, and it was a very like each day I would think about what was the next page, sort of. And uh, it was just me digesting, I guess, uh, feelings of um, friendship, love, being alone, being okay with being alone, and growing from like uh, separation and things like that. And also like uh, being uh, happy with other people as well, be that friends or um, other partners and stuff like that. So I just kind of wanted to show many different uh, um sides to the to my emotional life i guess so let's back up a little bit where where are you from originally i'm from brazil i'm from the north of brazil uh but okay. i moved quite a lot like i also moved to the south of brazil then i went to portugal okay. and then uh, i moved to italy like and i lived in a couple of cities here as well and right now i'm in bologna okay and you're going to school in uh Illustration currently? Uh, yeah, uh, in Bologna. Nice. Oh, cool. And um, cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Right. It's <laughs> kind of funny because uh, Bologna means also baloney. So, like, I mean, sort of, I'm in baloney studying illustration. So, it's baloney. In my life. I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna say something, but I was like, I don't want to insult a whole like city of people. <laughs> I don't, I it's okay if you say that it's okay if it's okay you if you're okay you say that but if we say that we just alienate people yeah we, we just sound especially like as americans American. we sound so um uh <laughs> illiterate and unworldly to begin abrasive with. you know yeah. obnoxious yeah good words I, for it i'm yeah. kind of american in a way like i'm south american so like maybe i'm not the like 
yeah and I, I don't want to get too much into that maybe like I don't know like what Italians would find necessarily offensive but I think but, but within bologna I think it's fine I, think. <laughs> I mean bologna is fun to say and that's how yeah. we would say it too. yeah I would uh, say it even worse than that so I'm not even going to try yeah no really? bologna I think it's just English like the Italians would say bologna bologna like, yeah. like which is like it, never mind it's <laughs> It's still a meat there, right? <laughs> Are you like, not allowed to eat like that meat there? They're like, can I have some bologna? Like, we don't serve that here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, you are already here. I don't know. I'm not sure what you mean by that. But yeah, I'm sure it has. To... I don't know. Like, I don't know exactly. Maybe at some point they used to call it bologna. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't be able to say. I don't know. I guess you think the mudslinging, the, the elections there would be great. Like a person accusing them, like you were eating the city, and they show them eating a, a sandwich. <laughs> right. uh, um, when you went to make this a graphic novel, um, were you drawing from any inspirations? Um, I guess, like, um, not uh, exactly, but sort mm -hmm. of like the vibe of each character, like, has kind of like aspects of me. Um, some maybe that I identified more at the moment and others that maybe like I thought like um, could happen or like do demonstrate some uh, aspects of me. Um, I'm not sure if to say which character exactly do I uh, feel most, uh, feel that I identify with the most, but I guess all of them, you know, in a sense, maybe. <laughs> They're all you. The tiny little frog <laughs> that doesn't say anything and just stays quiet. Yeah, yeah. So there's two, there's how many characters? <laughs> there is, okay, so three main characters and okay. other um, not main characters, I guess. Okay. Sorry. There's the, um, the one who I assume is you, who's the main character, or based off of you. There's the ex-boyfriend, and then there's the, I think, the inspiration for this entire artwork which was it used to be a patient but now a frog <laughs> <laughs> is he's a, yeah he's a frog or he's a puppy i don't want to no, say he, what he's a frog he's a frog, he's a frog. Yeah. okay because yeah and he's like a <laughs> he's like excited to go with you everywhere he's when you're <laughs> leaving the like, door he's like yay felt yeah. like a child yeah he felt like a child like a he child. felt like it was like you're like like a little like two-year-old like brother or sister who just kind of is like attached to your shoulder because you can get piggyback rides everywhere i guess there's like a pater like a maternal paternal aspect to it as well it's a kind of friendship but also like very protective mm -hmm. uh i don't know i guess like both both of them could be me at the same time mm -hmm. okay. interesting but i mean he's clearly there for you which is kind of sweet so i mean like because i'm just looking at this and there's one point where like you're feeling lonely and then all of a sudden you're just giving him a scarf. Yeah, right. This was like in the, in the height of the pandemic. Like I started it like a little bit before the pandemic and it kind of developed into it. Uh, so I did think like it was impossible not to include some aspect of it while I was drawing it. And uh, I did, uh, I did uh, make the frog and got sick. You know, but 
Oh, I you see. know, a very charismatic character is very difficult not to fall into temptation, into like making people feel like very, no, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that little cute character that we love so much will make him get sick. The frog got COVID. Is that right. accurate? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did not pick that up. That's horrible. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. Oh, the poor frog. Poor frog. <laughs> A Disney uh, writer that would say that uh, his job was to make you love something and then take it away from you. Like his job was to make kids cry, and I think I just kind of like <laughs> I to do that a little bit. You just is love that. Your that. Goal? Is yeah. that your goal as a writer? Is to just make your like audience cry? Like, hey, here's this thing you love. Now take it away. Is yeah. that like your goal as a writer? No, not really. Like I think like. <laughs> You know, it, it was a pretty bleak moment. So I just kind of felt like uh, if there is a tiny little cute frog, it's not doing well right now. Mm -hmm. And I need to express that somehow. So. Interesting. <laughs> what is there a main story to this or is it kind of like vignettes? It is. Um, it could, I guess it, like um, most of the pages could work kind of like alone, like as just like an illustration. But yeah, there is a line connecting them, kind of leading towards um, some kind of growth between like all the characters. They kind of like go in their own direction. Okay. So yeah, there is. I do understand like as a first comic, like as a first graphic novel, I've heard a lot that it is quite confusing. And this is like the challenge. Like I, I try to make it as like clear as possible with the new version that I'm going to print and sell. Um, but yeah, like I, I do understand that I, and I'm receptive to, to the criticism of it all. Like uh, if maybe stuff wasn't particularly clear, maybe, yeah. I, I don't think it's not that, well, first there's no words, right? Is right. It, yeah, so it's kind of like this yeah. silent movie it's very much reminding me of like European films, you know, <laughs> that a lot of Americans would immediately turn off, right, Eric? You know, yes. it's like a, it's We're like a, like, yeah. It's boring. <laughs> it's not boring. No, it's not it's boring. It's not boring. It's, it's not boring, but like, yeah. I don't like, like, I don't expect all of a sudden to be like, well, where's the explosions? Where's the kapow, the punches? Like, I don't expect the pictures all of a sudden start flying as superheroes. Yeah halfway through and like if they did i'd be like okay i did not see that coming that was not how i expected the story to go at all <laughs> i guess it's kind of like a slice of life a sort of like they just live mm -hmm. and they do like uh, relate with each other and uh, yeah it's a bit of a slice of life kind of comedy. like the In ingmar bergman film like wild strawberries where <laughs> have you ever seen that it's it's very obs Birdman. It's not obscure because they like show it in film schools, but uh, uh wild is, wild strawberries, yeah. Is uh, it black and white? Maybe. I, yeah, I think it is black and white. Yeah. I think you didn't watch it actually. It's a 1957 film. Have you seen it, Eric? No, I'm just looking it up on Google, which I know I'm not supposed to do. I'm not. <laughs> well, I mean, I am too, but because I, I, I couldn't remember the name, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure if that if it reminds me exactly of that, but like that style of filmmaking reminds me of your graphic novel where it's kind of like this, its own pace and it's got its own way of telling a story mm -hmm. and your reader kind of has to 
will either approach it and enter it or approach it and want to leave. You know, <laughs> I think that, you know, that's like the only, and you can't just kind of like, I mean, some, some comics, you can just like, blah, 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 the end, you know, this mm-hmm. one is really like, uh, I was, I went into it with a, blah, 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 and I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> go back, <laughs> rewind, I have to actually look at this thing, you know, so, and that was really cool, mm-hmm. I thought, because mm-hmm. it, it took a lot of work to enter this, this comic. That's why I keep asking questions because yeah. some of it is confusing and that's okay. Like, you know, uh, I, think, uh, I, I think it's okay that it is. Like there's also, I think just different ways to interpret it too, though, just because um, yeah. like at some point, like you don't know if they're coming back together and maybe they're not, maybe she's rejecting him. Maybe he's rejecting her. And it's like, I, at some point, am I putting my own perspective into this? Because I'm sure you have a very thought out, like, this is what the story I mean it to be. But that doesn't mean that I can't interpret and be like, oh, that's interesting. Or you could just be like, no, that's wrong. But either way, I like it. I've had people like interpret it in ways I'd never expect. I have theories. Like, I think that this is going to happen. Like, or I think I know what this is about. Or like, they would be like, oh my God, this touched me so much because this and this. And it's like, that's not, I didn't think of that at all. <laughs> I appreciate so much the involvement with it, you know. Uh, but yeah, for sure. I, I think like being a silent book is very open to your own, like um, what you add in there, like what uh, words you choose to describe or what you're looking at, I guess. Well, that's the thing. It's like minimal. It's completely minimalist, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it, there's no shading. There's no color. There's no words. It's yeah. it's lines on paper. That's so thing, really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and uh yeah, so like you're you're using symbol symbolism too, on top of that, you're using a lot of symbolism. So, I would imagine that a lot of people have different interpretations of the whole thing. You know, yeah. is there a lot of sex in this? Um, is there some sex in this? I think there. Yeah, if you want. <laughs> well, if I, I, mean, want to. <laughs> well I, I specifically on like page fifty four. It looks like you know. There's definitely like the, they're about to do it vibe, and then um, a character seems to get a phone call, yeah. and it's like, yep, no, that's more important. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, yeah. All right. So I'm not. I wasn't completely off. I... <laughs> Interesting. Right. There could be. There could be. But also, not the. You know. Sure. Not explicitly. <laughs> Yeah. This isn't this isn't this is a rated uh PG thirteen. This isn't uh XXX in American yeah. terms. Right, like right. Family friendly sponsors for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know, because people are very friendly in different ways in outside of America where everyone stands three feet apart and uh <laughs> don't come near me, you know. Uh, so I, I just wanted to ask maybe I, cause I, I've, you know, you can interpret it that wrong. Um, when I went to art school, a lot of, uh, non-Americans were there and they were very, you know, close and clingy and, you know, like friendly, you know, is the way that other, other places put it. Yeah, Eric and I don't even shake hands. So <laughs> we do, we do the nods. We're like, Hey, Hey. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Five meters apart. 
Yeah, I was the best man at his wedding, and even then, he's like, "We should hug." I'm like, "No, we're good." <laughs> uh, how did the how did the pandemic influence this work? I, I I'd like to hear more about that. Yeah. Um. Well, like particularly, like well, the whole thing was made during it, so I guess like even like the pain some characters like demonstrate like I guess like they were coming back at this at this moment uh, for me uh, but particularly there is a moment right before um, right you don't know the names of the characters but I do so like there is one of them the one that has the little frog that has a little line on the beak I call him parrot so okay parrot, he um, <laughs> he like shows some some anxiety like regarding like going out of his house like he doesn't really want to do it he's like kind of stops before he leaves but like because of some support of his little frog friend son he decides to go ahead and do it and actually right when that happened like there were um that very unfortunate incident uh, with uh, george floyd and i remember being very impacted by that like not only by that but by all the disasters that were happening at the same time like the pandemic the fires that were happening in brazil and also in australia and also in the united states there were some fires as well like it just seemed like everything was just burning down and i was just feeling like like you know you just don't even you're not supposed to leave the house but you maybe don't even want to face the world outside so like um yeah, like definitely that moment, like I, I feel like represented like how I was feeling at the moment. And I did like a pause, like exactly at that moment where I didn't draw for months. Mm. And uh, I actually came back, uh, uh, you know, months later after, you know, having a, digested a little bit the situation. Yeah. Because it was really uh, traumatizing, you know, the, all these things at the same time, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Actually, in the comic book, there will be an empty page at that moment. Like right before, like uh, right after the character opens the door, there's a blank page where there's like a moment of silence. Oh, and cool! The world outside is exploding <laughs> into flames. <laughs> oh, cool! That's so awesome. Thank you. What else, Eric? Um, why did you choose uh, to not color it at all? Was there like a reason behind that or just convenience? I tried kind of coloring this style, but it felt like I kind of enjoyed the challenge of like doing like the least amount of lines. I tried to, to raise any extra lines that I thought weren't communicating anything because I really just wanted to reach like the minimum possible. Um, I'm not sure if that was kind of like I'm, I was just conserving my energy to be honest. I was just like, I can't do more than that, but I can for sure do that. So I'm gonna try to do my best in this very minimal way because I know that I can do it this way. Uh, so it was kind of, uh, you know, what I could squeeze out of me at the moment, but also I felt like it worked. I felt like it was, um, um, it was the moment for me to do that first. I don't know if that is very clear, but I felt like I, I, I wanted to express in that particular way. Like I didn't have much to say with words and I, I found it difficult to start conversations, but you know, I was feeling a lot and I felt like 
to draw without words was the best way for me to express anything at the moment. And uh, I did try, but it didn't seem, I don't know, it felt extra, it felt too much. It felt like it didn't work. So interesting because uh, you're, you're definitely like a professional illustrator. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. The, if you go far enough down on, on Alice's Instagram, like you can see her like realistic birds <laughs> versus like the the current situation with how she draws birds uh yeah there was for sure like uh i wouldn't say a downhill because it's not like it's better or worse. it's not down no 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 it's it's like a a, a shift right like uh yeah, sure there was like a moment in which i was like okay yeah I, I can't i can't do like that kind of drawing at the moment although i really still love it a lot i, I may continue to do that yeah yeah, like, um, it was uh, just that phase in which, like, that's all it could squeeze out of me, literally. I, I think it's interesting. I, and and you you command the, you still command the page. I mean, it's yeah. not like you're, you're kind of doodling. These don't look like doodles to me. They, they look very intentional, so... Mm -hmm. um, do you have any uh, influences for the art? Uh, other than just kind of the feeling, um, any? You mean like artists or? or yeah, like, yeah. I do really like. Um, uh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna probably pronounce his name wrong, but David. Uh, sh 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 let me just show his book. If it's there somewhere. <laughs> this book here, like David Shirley. Shrigley. Shrigley, yes. I love him so much. Like. Oh, cool. Uh, he draws like that. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, well, cool. I could see the inspiration from that. Yeah, I, I, I really like Shel Silverstein, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like more, maybe like towards the world of illustration more than comics, like, um, yeah. yeah. There, there is a Brazilian uh, comic creator like from uh, the 60s, which was called uh, Enfil with an H-E-N-F-I-L which also like drew very, like he was always like commented on for the fact that he drew the very least, but communicated a lot and that really uh, struck a chord with me, I guess. Wait, how do you spell it? Um, H-E-N-F-I-L. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I guess like for this time, oh yeah, and this guy like, um, the Simpsons artist, I really like him as well. Oh, Matt Groening? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah his bunny books are really great. Um, like his original, before the Simpsons books. Have you seen those, Eric? Like, I am yeah, not. Yeah, the bunny books. If you want to look up some cool Matt Groening stuff. I have a couple of them, actually. Maybe I'll share them with you. Mm -hmm. uh, Alice, one last thing before we wrap up um you've been making these like really cool um videos where like you have the text and you're and you're like drawing the picture what was mm -hmm. the inspiration for that because those are really fun and and really funny too oh thank you um i guess like i well if if i have to be like very honest and capitalistic like there was the update from instagram saying that we had to like it was no longer a platform of images and it became a platform of video to start competing with like TikTok. So I was like, 
Oh. I need to adapt it somehow to video. And it pretty much <laughs> from that. But I, you know, I'm glad that like it surprised me that like I didn't expect that I would find something so fun out of it, like uh, just telling these stories that happened to me. And uh, yeah, like I, I would like to continue. It's just uh, uh, I sometimes like the motivation, but uh, I should really like just keep, just keep doing. I have so many of those stories, to be honest. Oh, good. Yeah, no, they're really yeah. good. Yeah. They're really, really cool. Thank um, when do you I, prefer oh, drawing sorry. by hand just out of curiosity? Because like all your stuff is done by hand. It's all fantastic artwork. I mean, just. Um, I think um, it comes way more natural when I draw like, uh, you know, um, analogically, I guess. But mm -hmm. um, but at this point, like it kind, it's kind of the same, like, I guess it sort of like if i'm doing the simple style like it's the same if i have to do something more realistic i guess i, I just kind of like to rely on paper more mm -hmm. did you draw the graphic novel on paper i started like that and uh, towards the middle I, I just went straight to photoshop to draw photoshop yeah mm -hmm. okay yeah yeah i mean despite what our previous guests have said i I think that digital probably doesn't make a big difference in this case. One of yeah. our guests was like very anti, uh, anti digital anything, anything creations. Digital. Yeah. 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 It's like you have to have the page in front of you, you know, and people want the page. <laughs> I yeah. So it's just kind of an interesting thing because a lot of people prefer like they've got their own preference and it's cool that you're able to go back and forth. Cause as you put it, like, you have a different feeling when you do each one yeah yeah like i do understand that like the the it's wonderful to see like an original in your hands or like uh, disposed in front of you like if you go to like a comic uh, um you say exposition yeah an, an exposition mm -hmm. like and you see actually like the paper being dented from the pen like that's so cool like you just feel yeah. sometimes like it's edited and stuff like that but especially if you go way back like you know people used to like do like the whole thing in the page and it just it became like a a unity yeah like maybe now like i i join pieces i cut things all the time i do control z all the time and they just had to do it like the best they could at least like they can add it later but you know it right. is it is pretty cool to draw, you know, analogically. I mean, comics to me, are like it, it's always been like this weird, it takes 50 hours to make like a little panel. Mm -hmm. And I, it took me three seconds to read it. And I flipped the page, <laughs> you know, like it, it's just a weird medium um, yeah. in that way. Yeah. Yeah. But, whatever works, I guess, for each person has their process, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Alice, thank you so much Actually, for joining I got one us. Last question. Are oh, you, gonna, you do? Good. Are you going to continue with the doves? Like, after you do this graphic novel, is there going to be, um, like, I hate to say, like, 2021 is the sequel title, but is there going to be a 2021? That's a good question. I don't know. Like, maybe. Like, depends on how it goes. Like, maybe, like, uh, this one is, was inspired by great tra tragedy, so I really hope that this doesn't really. Right. <laughs> That's a terrible thing. Like, I, I really liked it. I hope there's another one, but I don't want this terrible tragedy to happen to you. So we'll call it even. 
I don't want to ma manifest that this will happen, but if it comes to that, then yes, there will be a 2021 version of that. All right. Um, thank you. Then just, I think we should do the uh, cursory. Where can they find, where can our listeners find you? Right. So I have an Instagram, which is uh, Alice the Fijian Lady. And that's pretty much where you can find me. I don't, I'm not on other social media. That's all. That's okay. Only on Instagram you can find me. Okay. And, and that's finally, easy. <laughs> do you dislike Vin Diesel? <laughs> your Instagram right now. Angels no. have no hair and no sex like Vin Diesel. I actually, um, if anything, I'm comparing him to an angel, so there's okay. no feelings towards him. And actually, that phrase was uttered by a different, like a friend of mine, but I asked for the permission to to say it because it just I had to take a moment when she when she said it. I was like, wait. <laughs> actually, because whenever you think Vin Diesel, you think family. I'm like family, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait, is this mean? Like, is this a mean comment? But I think like it's just. Wholesome. it's wholesome in a way like i'm not saying anything bad about him you know <laughs> like i'm just it's just a play with words that is kind of weird and why would you say that kind of thing i i read it as like angels have no hair and also like and have no sex like as in like no act of sex like they they never get to they're not they're not male or female so they're like, just so it's like vin diesel never gets to have sex <laughs> i thought i read this too i bet that he does like I, but I, I think she meant like a asexual, right? She, like, he's asexual. So I, that's why I think it is now. Like, yeah, he's bald and just a thing, a blob. I, I, I thought it was like he's an ethereal sort of uh, idea, sort of like no, no gen, like just just uh, Vin Diesel. I don't know how could you put him on a box, but I'm not saying Virgin Diesel. Yeah, I'm not making any like comments about like anything serious in his personal life it's just silliness here there's no, <laughs> no we do not mean to offend the vin diesel fans of the world yeah i'm sure he has a gender like and has sex like. it made me think like maybe he doesn't have sex that i was just like i thought about it for a while actually. he's so dedicated <laughs> to his craft i was like, like thinking like yeah in the movie like he, he gets a little bit but like there's never really time for him to have sex in, in his movies. He's always running or fighting or doing something. He's always racing. Yeah. The, he's always racing cars and then talking about, you know, Dom, like, Dom, <laughs> or talking about family. Yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Family. Yeah, it's, it's amazing to have a family. You need some degree of. Well, and let's not go there. Let's not go there. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, let's not good. talk about this. We're, we're good. Uh, <laughs> uh cool so alice thank you so much for coming on um when is this coming out did we say that um i would say like towards november like in okay. november i'm gonna announce the exact date like in november so people should go on follow your instagram for updates yeah you awesome. have to follow me otherwise you will <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. well sounds good well thank you so much Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.